Welcome back to another kind of funny reaction to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Today, we are talking about the finale, episode six, One World, One People. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by not that, the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning, Timothy. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Timothy Geddes. Good morning. The big dog, Kevin Coelho. Buenos dias, Timothy Geddes. And the smoothest voice in the industry, Paris Lilly. Hey, good morning, everybody. How you doing, Paris? Good, good, good. Very, very excited to be here. You can watch this show on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast. Just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reactions. It will be right there for you. You can also get this show ad free by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. But let's get right into it. Paris, what did you think about the finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I loved it. Uh, the one simple line when we finally got introduced to Sam Wilson in the new suit, I am Captain America. I didn't realize that would affect me as much as it did. Um, I was a misty eyed mess pretty much this entire episode, because if you would have told me before this series started that I would care that Sam Wilson was going to become Captain America, I'd be like, that'd eh, be cool, but not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm wound up being a big deal to me. It, re it really did. Um, I think his journey throughout this entire series was important. It mattered to me. And him, the way that he took up the mantle of becoming Captain America and having that shield and everything that it represented throughout the series was great. Um, I, I think the resolution at the end with Isaiah Bradley was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I love this series. I love this episode. And yeah, a black man is Captain America, and I think we should all be applauding it. Andy. A little bit more lukewarm for me on this one. Reminds me of the WandaVision finale, where I think it's a a good serviceable episode for an otherwise great series. I don't think they quite stuck the landing. This uh while watching this episode, it was kind of clear to me that COVID affected a quite a bit of it for me. Um and a lot of it just felt really rushed towards the beginning. I think the episode ended greatly. Like, you know, once once we get the resolution, once we see Sam and Isaiah, once we see them go to the museum, um, all of that was great. And I got teary-eyed, and I'm a sucker for that sort of shit. I'm a sucker for uh, the people in the cra uh, crowd going, no, that's Captain America. That, that's a Black Falcon. No, that's our Captain America. Like, it reminds me of the the Miles Morales uh, moment in the video game of like, no, that's our Spider-Man sort of thing. Um, all that stuff really hit me really great, but a lot of the m moments in the middle just felt rushed to me. And I, um, anything from, <laughs> from a uh, woman on the cell phone being like, hey, Bucky, uh, Carly's on the phone for you. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, little things like that or, or, um, um gosh the the i guess the now revealed power broker i always forget her name mm -hmm. um sharon carter sharon carter walking up to bucky in the beginning and be like hey it's me it's <laughs> like not uh, a weird reveal there All, everything with john walker felt just not good to me i don't like that he was sort of just freely out there and nobody was like what the fuck what what do you hey no 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 like it felt really, really bad and not good to me. All the John Walker stuff. Um, I saw a good tweet from uh, a couple of people saying like, hey, I didn't forget about what happened. Like, it's it just felt wrong. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. So I, I think the episode was serviceable, but I feel like COVID kind of 
affected what they were trying to do story-wise. Kev, you had your hand raised? Yeah, I just wanted to mention that, like, the, isn't the John Walker stuff very similar to, the, like, the start of the show where we have Bucky and Falcon kind of just doing whatever they want out there? Where it's like he no longer, like, the him killing that dude in the middle of, like, in front of everyone was technically government sanctioned. And now that government protection is off. So he's free to do whatever he wants. And being a vigilante is one of the things that, like, these superhero people do. So that, to me, made kind of sense. And I really liked the way it ended with, like, introducing the U.S. agent. I just felt Mm -hmm. like that was, like, strong, you know. My problem with it, though, was building up to it in the last episode, how how villainous it felt, how evil he felt there at the end. Building that shit, I'm going to fucking come back. And then him walking up and going, Morgan Dow! And you're like, holy shit, he's here to... He's here to put a fucking wrench in everybody's plans right now. And then, you know, five minutes later, him and Bucky are kind of just running together in like a sewer or like some shit. Like, what's going on? It just felt weird. I feel like there's a very clear moment where his character makes the right choice. When he has the moment of... Am I going to try to save? Well, am I going to try to save this van full of people, or am I going to continue to go go after Carly? And he like very clearly stops what he's doing and goes and tries to save the people. And that's I think his moment of like, no, he still has heroicness in him. Yeah, the seeing the medal was I I actually that that moment hit a lot harder for me where I was like, oh shit, like that's his inspiration behind there where he like you know. When he has his shield up, he can feel that moment. It's, I thought it yeah. was cool. Um, I I really like this episode. Uh, there are a couple things that I have issues with, but like overall, I mean, when at at the end when it's it says Captain uh, America and Winter Soldier, yeah, I was like, was "Fuck!" That popped yeah, like, for me. Yeah, they did it again. They they made me care about two characters that I I thought were interesting. You know, they, like they they always seemed kind of cool, but like not a big deal. Same with Wanda and Vision; they were interesting. But by the end of this, I was like, like when we first see that suit, I lost my shit. I was just like so excited. And then they had Falcon, or, or now Captain America, uh, like his fighting style is completely different with the shield. Like the way he utilized the shield, it it I thought all of this was so well done. Uh, I mean, all the race stuff too was really interesting i feel like they did a really good job building it up to reach that climax of of uh sam being like i'm gonna make a change i'm gonna be like the you know difference we want to see um now the things that i hoped were a little bit stronger where the the and like again this is like i shouldn't have any expectations and i think after wandavision i no longer had expectations but i did have hopes that they would tie in to like bigger stuff and Clearly, they're doing something with U.S. Agent and um, Julia Dreyfus. Is that? Yeah, Julia Lee Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I really wish that at some point they made some allusion to the weapon program. Like, I wish that they had um, called someone, like Weapon Four. Uh, the what's what's his name? Isaiah Bradley. I wish somewhere in there we had seen a little weapon. Four or Weapon 5 or whatever weapon program he was, just to plant the seeds. I also was hoping to get, um, who was it? Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, oh, that's it. The, the, the raft, when we st- when, when they cut 
and it's like the raft is in the middle of the water. It looks like it's supposed to, and then they cut into it. I'm like, oh my god, I really. And this is gonna sound dumb to everyone, but it would have made a lot a, a big impact for me if they had zoomed out, and we would have gotten an abomination next to him. Uh, what's what's the actor that played Abomination? Like I think what, Tim, Roth? Roth? Yeah. Tim Roth. That's right, yeah. Tim Roth. Yeah, that I feel amazing. like that because yeah. like that's that's probably where he is because I mean he got arrested. He wasn't killed at the end of that. So right. I, like I I feel like that would have built out the world in a way that like I would have been super excited for. But because we know he's in She Hulk. Oh really? He's coming back. Oh, yeah, he's she-Hulk. coming back. 100%. That's so cool. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. So like I would have just wanted a little bit a little bit more. But we didn't get that, so. Nick, what do you think? Um, I, I'm kind of with Andy on this one. I think they're they're really having an issue sticking the landing on these. I think that the moments that popped for me really, really popped. But, you know, taking the John Walker story and kind of having him have a happy ending, I was like, this feels just not right. He's literally, like, dancing in, in glee, like, shouting, I'm back at the end of this. And I'm like, I don't know if we had a good enough redemption arc for me to really feel good for this character right now. Because I still feel like he was, he's got a long way to go toward being either a hero or an agent of whatever this organization is that's running him. But like, I feel like his, where he was emotionally at the end of this episode, I was not there with him. I thought he needed to either sacrifice himself or do some el- something else to get back up to that level. Having said that, the black suit is really, really cool. I love everything that happens with Sam, I thought was great. And I wish that that was just mostly the focus of this episode. But I feel like the 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 overall disappointment with this whole series for me is in sort of the motivations of the villain right i like carly as a character but i'm just it's just so nebulous as to what we're trying to accomplish here and i said it last week there's no big baddie right so she's the only one really out there doing bad stuff and you have john walk on the other side doing bad stuff but in this one he doesn't and so she's they're trying to make this sympathetic character out of her but she's murdered people and then at the end with like her saying i'm sorry i'm like i don't understand like what are you apologizing for like, was it, was it for Lamar's death? Was it for all the havoc? You've, I don't understand what's going on here. But having said that, the moment where Sam te- like is like texting the woman in the helicopter and was like, you're going to have to take controls and account on the count of four, and then throws the shield into the helicopter to take the door out and then tumbles the guy out and then she grabs it. I'm like, that is something I've never seen before. That is awesome. And just the fact that like Sam's in the costume is, is like when he tumbles in what and he's got costume. that wonderful moment where he's... He's got the he's deflecting, I think, one of Carly's like massive uh, blows with a shield. And it's so strong. The wings have to dig into the ground behind him to stop it. Such I was like, that's fucking awesome. So it's just it's disappointing to me a little bit because we have those wonderful moments where he finally takes the mantle of Captain America. And it is a very, very, very impactful thing. But then it's sort of like everything else around it is a little less tight than I wanted it to be. Her calling him on the phone. I didn't didn't, this whole episode to me felt like they were kind of trying to get something together the and cobble it in. all together fill yeah. the pieces and 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 move forward with it but then of course we've got that wonderful speech he has at the end and then the moments with him and isaiah which i thought really really hit so i'm, I'm a little conflicted about it but i think it could have been a little bit better okay uh real quick i just i don't think that u.s agents ending in this show is is happy i think he's happy about it but i think because we know a little bit more about who um What's her name? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, Madam uh, Madam Hydra, Hydra, right? Like yeah, we know a little bit more potentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that like the the reason he's donning a, an all black suit isn't because he's going to be a hero. You know, it's like no, he's, he's going to be a covert agent. Yeah, I imagine, he's right? going to be a covert yeah. agent, and like it's like we know he doesn't like doing that stuff. 
like he's talked about like you know that my medal of honor isn't like something that I'm it, it was the worst day of my life so mm-hmm. I think that like it is setting up of him of uh like for more things but like it's not going to be a happy story. Like he doesn't undoubtedly, get a, yeah. undoubtedly. But where we are in that scene and how they shot that scene to mm-hmm. me was was a mistake. Right, we're sitting in the middle of the Senate hearing room where we see we just we've seen it over and over again. And again, this is economy of how you have to shoot a show like this. Right, you only have a, a certain amount of budget and limited locations. They probably were just like, hey, this will be cool. We've already got it lit. Let's just shoot the scene here. But to me, that's one of those moments where like. He should end that final fight super depressed, and he's in the smoke-filled bar, and then who should walk in? Madam Hydra, right? And she's like, I've got this one last thing for you. And he doesn't want to take it, but it's his only choice. To me, that's where he should have yeah. wound up. Not screaming literally, because I had the subtitles on last night because I, I didn't want to keep it too loud. But he's like, I'm back, I'm back. Uh, he screamed, I'm back, like, five times, and he was, like, happy. And his wife's like, yay! And they're, like, high five. I'm like, <laughs> this seems like this is an emotional beat that is way too high. It's way too happy right now for where he should have wound up because he should still be conflicted and tormented and tragic. Um, whereas Sam should be, you know, the literal, like, and and, metaf- beacon and metaphorical of beacon of light, right? He's in this all-bright costume, didn't love the the white. The, um, I didn't love the ears. Headband thing, yeah. <laughs> but everything so, else is dope. Everything so, else, yeah. Everything else. So is cool. I, I want to jump in. I want to jump in on, on this because I I, I kind of got to push back a little bit on the conversation. I think we're focusing way too much on John Walker and the like. Let, let's keep it real. COVID screwed up the Flash Flag Smasher story, right? Oh, because sure. of COVID, because there was a virus mm-hmm. subplot, they had to do a lot of rewriting. I get it. I completely just mind wipe that away. Like. It's a sacrifice that has to be made. I I still come back to what I said at the top. This was about Sam Wilson becoming Captain America. Absolutely. And I I feel they absolutely stuck the landing with that. And and that was my focus on this episode. It was about his journey. It was about Bucky's journey. You know, we obviously saw the great scene that that he had, you know, with the Asian dad. And finally, you know, doing the right thing there and getting some closure. And now we get to see these two characters move ahead. Like they can leave the past behind and they move ahead now. Sam Wilson is Captain America. Bucky has accepted that he was the Winter Soldier at one point, but he is no longer that. He is something else. And and I think when we got that final shot of them back at Sam's home, um, I take no credit for this because it was um, Fat Man Beyond. The boat and the shield were two symbols that represented the same things throughout Mm -hmm. this, right? Like, it was about them understanding that both were, neither were perfect, but at the end, they made them something, something, they made them their own is what I'm trying to say, right? And and that's what I took out of all of this, and that's what excites me. Yeah, Flag Smasher's stories were shitty. Yeah, COVID screwed up some stuff with Mm -hmm. his John Walker stuff. Completely agree with you, Nick. It would have been better off if Val... And and uh, I'll call him U.S. agent now. John Walker had that conversation kind of to parallel Thunderbolt Ross at the end of The Incredible Hulk in yeah. a bar or something. Right. But they did what they had to do because of covid. I get what they were going with it. I, I think Sharon Carter, while I don't com- still think there's a lot of hoops we got to jump through for her to be the power broker. I like where they're going with it. She broke bad. She is now. We, she was a former good person who is now truly, she's, she's a villain in the series. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other way to see it. That's exciting to me to see where it's going to go moving forward because of that. So, yeah, I, I, I get the nitpicks on stuff and, and, and I totally get that. But there was so much good that outweighed it, in my mm-hmm. opinion. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this finale that, yeah, I'm excited that Sam Wilson is Captain America. And let's see where that goes uh, moving forward. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll 100% agree with that. I think overall, if you take the whole series, I think they nailed it. I just feel like this one episode, unfortunately, I just it, it sucks for me because that the 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 enemy is so important especially for sam mm -hmm. for, for sam's sort of journey right like he sees a lot of the stuff the people he's worked with paralleled in her and stuff like that and i wanted that to just to hit and i totally understand what you're saying like that makes a lot of sense you're putting it in context of like COVID and stuff like that but yeah overall i want to be clear like that when sam comes in as captain america that shit hit. yeah and it yeah, was so bad. good yeah. and i i'm so glad that they're going to continue these like with with anthony mackie being, being captain america i think it's rad um Overall, yes. I think I would say 80% of this episode was nailed. It was just a couple things that if, if we could wave a magic wand, I would definitely change. Yeah, I thought it was a, a really, really good episode. Um, but I, I kind of agree with the sentiment across the board here that, you know, the Falcon to Captain America journey, the Sam Wilson story and all the Isaiah Bradley stuff, 10 out of 10. I think that they absolutely nailed it. And clearly that's what this show was about. And every single element was building for those moments and, and really worked and paid off. I think that almost everything else around it what it works out makes sense story-wise but similar to wandavision it's like okay cool that was good but it, it could have been more it could have been something else and I, I i'm not necessarily even talking about like cameos or people showing up or crazy changes it's just like things that i'm going to rewatch the show and i i wonder if there's answers for or if they're just screwed up story-wise because like agent carter the way that she acts like she has batrock go after Sam, like to try to kill, like there's right. just certain things that don't add up in, yeah. in the story. She takes Zemo to the guy that's making the serum stuff. It's like, she's kind of acting against herself in a way that it goes beyond the double, triple agent shit. It's just like, you're making some really bad calls because you're fucking yourself here. That just, it doesn't make sense for her to get rid of the, the ability to make an army of super soldiers. Like if she is the power broker, there's nothing more valuable than that, despite her saying, well, you don't have this anymore, but now we have access to this other stuff. It's like, well, you mm -hmm. could have had both. So that's a little a little weird to me. Andy? Yeah, was, I, um, in the way that Invincible surprises you in the best ways, this show towards the end of it was surprising me in ways I was like, uh, I don't, that's not a satisfying, you know, means to, the, that's not a satisfying solution for this. And again, not, we've already mentioned a million times, COVID fucked up a lot of stuff for this story. Um but it's still it's still disappointing to me. I still would have liked a, a better ending for sure. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why Me Undies sources the softest, most comfortable fabrics imaginable. Uh, they have endless styles, and they are available in sizes extra small all the way up to 4XL. Uh, you can express yourself every day in new limited edition prints because what you wear on the outside should empower you from the inside. It's their whole thing with Me Undies. I love Me Undies. I've been talking about it forever. Literally, right now, head to toe, I'm in Me Undies with the shirt with the undies with the lounge pants and with the socks i love how soft it is it's changed my life changed my wardrobe entirely uh where i have completely replaced all my socks and shirts uh and undies with me undies because of how soft and consistent the quality is and it's also super fun with all the fun designs they have whether they're licensed things like star wars or things that are just more like fun like weird little sushi rolls and stuff it's always fun stuff uh, great to unpack every month and be wowed by whatever was sent. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys. For any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. They also have a problem-free philosophy when it comes to returns. If you're not satisfied with anything, 
No caveats, no questions. You're good. They'll exchange it. They'll refund it, whatever you need. Um, go to MeUndies.com slash morning to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. And now this next sponsor I'm very, very, very excited about. This episode is brought to you by Channel Fireball Box Breaks. Channel Fireball is a very big name in the collectible and trading card industries. Uh, their new initiative, CFB Box Breaks, involves live-streamed pack and box openings. We've talked a lot about this on uh, the different podcasts and, and uh, the streams a little bit with Snowbike Mike unboxing Pokemon cards. But how this works is people will purchase a group in a break. Uh, we'll use basketball as an example here. Let's say we all buy in. I get all the Cavaliers cards. Greg gets all the Miami Heat cards, etc. The break happens live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. They stream them, and then they do it every uh, Tuesday through Thursday at 1 p.m., Friday and Saturday at 3 p.m., and then they get whoever gets assigned to those cards gets those cards. They're also personal breaks. So let's say Blessing buys an entire box of Pokemon cards. We open it live on stream before shipping him the cards themselves. Each stream also builds to a premium break. These are usually spicier, more expensive breaks uh, with big hits in them. For example, this Saturday, they're breaking a box of revised Magic the Gathering. Each booster pack is $500, and there are cards worth over $1,000 that you can open in there. Uh, box breaks are a fun way to get your hands on collectible cards like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Flesh and Blood, sports cards, and more. Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, they're running an awesome deal on Battle Styles, the hottest new Pokemon set right now, and you can get a box cheaper with CFB box breaks than anywhere else this friday and saturday cfb box breaks are running two spicy pokemon box breaks a booster box mixer on friday and an elite trainer box mixer on saturday with packs from evolutions darkness ablaze sword and shield vivid voltage and battle styles kev it's time bring it up you can get your hands on a pikachu v max worth over 400 dollars Head to CFB Box Breaks now and use code kind of funny so they know that we sent you and you can get 5% off your first break. That's CFBBOXBREAKS.com. Use code kind of funny. CFB Box Breaks.com. Code kind of funny. Kev, bring it up one more time. One more time because I want to say this is the Pikachu VMAX card, which has lovingly been nicknamed Chonkachu. And I love everything about that. So if you want to potentially get a Chonkachu or see somebody get hype opening a pack and getting this Chonkachu, you know where to go. CFBBachBreaks.com. So cool. You love that, Kev? So good. I thought you would. I thought you would. All right, guys. Because the thing is, it works. It's just, it's, a, yeah. it's not working in a way that's like exciting yeah. to me. Uh, and when when we look better, at, yeah. at some of the different characters and uh, with the John Walker stuff, it's like, I, I'm totally with Andy where it's like seeing the post-credit scene last week and then seeing where he is in this episode, there's just a lot missing. Like him hanging out with Bucky, like I don't care that he saved people and like had some type of understanding of his place and who he is and all this stuff. It's like, him hanging out with Bucky towards the end when the cops come in and, and arrest all the Flag Smashers is like, this is just bizarre. Like, this was not built up at all, and it kind of felt like they just needed to wrap it up and get people to certain places yeah. uh, to set things up in the future. Mm -hmm. And and something I was a little surprised by is, like, obviously I think that Bucky going back to the old man and all that stuff was, was a beautiful moment and all this stuff, but, like, I'm surprised that the show ended up being about Falcon way more than the winter soldier and like i can't believe it ended and it, it wasn't captain america and some new name the fact that he's still the winter soldier despite having the growth and stuff feels weird to me and it, it kind of just feels like they they missed an opportunity to have equal footing in terms of um where these characters are going to end up and, and what they're doing and on top of that just the the things that they're building in the future 
I just think that they're instead of me being like, oh man, I can't wait to see what Agent Carter's up to, Power Broker's up to. It's kind of like, uh, okay, maybe in a couple of years that'll turn into something slightly interesting. And the the Julia Louis Dreyfus stuff, I'm like, I'm interested, but I'm more interested because of what's in my head potentially making this into a Thunderbolt team into something. But what they're showing us is kind of weird. But I, I the one scene of her talking to. Um, John Walker and the US agent, him coming out. I thought it was a very purposeful thing that he'd be like, yeah, it's the same, but black. And that phrasing in this show has to have some, you know, relevance, some understanding. And it's like, it's not just the same, but black. It's like being black it gives it such a different context. And he's talking about his suit, but I also think that it's just kind of his understanding of things too. Nick, what's up? I was going to say, I was going to just uh, disagree with you on one point. I like that it said Captain America and the Winter Soldier at the end because to Paris's earlier point, I think uh, um, Bucky's journey in this was accepting that he was the Winter Soldier. And he even says it in that one moment with um, where he goes and tells the dad that I killed your son. He says, your son was murdered by the Winter Soldier, me. Like, yeah. I'm the guy yeah. that did it. Yeah, I can't I run away from the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And, he can't, and, and, it's, and that moment for me, I was like, wow, okay, that's acceptance right there. That's, that's saying I'm open to whatever, you know, whatever that means for you. And it sucks and it's terrible, but I'm, I'm taking accountability for that. Which was which was huge for me. So I like that. I like that he's sort of like for better or for worse now the Winter Soldier because he accepts it. Do, yeah, I, do, I would agree with that. And one one other thing I want to circle back to it because I want to make sure I get it in. Going back to Sam's speech, you know, on on the street with the senators and everything, how important that was not only in the context of the MCU but also in the real world. They were literally speaking to the audience when Sam says. I know there are millions of people out there that will not accept me as Captain America, but that doesn't matter. I'm still going to do it anyways, because, you know, in other words, we built this country. We're going to defend it, mm -hmm. the, the whole thing, right? The whole speech that he had. I thought that was very important because to me, that was the main question that I had going in. Is the world ready to accept a black Captain America? And the answer is we still don't know but it doesn't matter because he's still going to do and uphold everything it is to be Captain America. And I think that was also a message to the audience as well. Marvel understands there will be a section of, of people that will reject Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson as Captain America, but so what? We're still going to tell these stories. We're still going to do this. And that is very important if we're gonna move ahead, have more diverse, cast as, as obviously as the roster continues to fill out the x-men get introduced and all that we need to be upfront about these things and not i'm glad they didn't wrap a cute little bow on the end of the story like yay he's sam wilson and everyone loves him it's like yeah. no some people's gonna love him but there's gonna be some people that will never accept him and that's the real world that we live in so i, I thought that was a great scene as well uh do we does anyone get the feeling that the the naming scheme is like set up for season two or it's like this. Is, I think so. Yeah, because like God, I wanted I to see Will so. return. I wanted to see Will return. Yeah, so bad. that was weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, they, uh, I'm sure they're trying to get their plans together. Like I'm sure, I'm sure everything's still trying to come together for these season twos for these. But yeah, I hope they do another one because this was this was cool. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, we already kind of got confirmation that WandaVision is obviously just going to be a season one, and they confirmed that with submitting it as a limited series. Um, as opposed to like an ongoing whatever but yeah I, I don't see why they couldn't continue this i think it I, I think the the foundation for the future of their stories could continue now possibly they may, might want to move into the the Cinematic movie realm. Universe. that's yeah. that's what i was gonna say the, i mean like honestly after this i would love to see a captain america like how what would it be three 
with four four right yeah because yeah, it was civil war yeah uh i would love to see the next captain america just be the continuation of the story i think that'd be freaking awesome and ha- and start building him out as the a an a-tier like character in this universe Andy i want to do I, uh, thank you nick i wanted to touch on the the speech that sam had there at the end too loved all the messaging didn't love the way it was given out though i think mm-hmm. the way it was kind of shot and recorded it it needed to, to be it in might front as well of like might a as well Senate have... hearing in the front of the world, right? Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's think... the, the fact that it was just on a street and like everybody's watching and like you get what they're trying to tell you, right? Mm-hmm. You you understand what they're going for, but it felt kind of just ham-fisted to, to be there. Like bit, I, yeah. I felt like it might, well, it might I... as well have been Sam and Kevin Feige like after the episode sitting down and be like, hey, America, uh, like here's I, the like read the same message back to you. I disagree, I, 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 I disagree I, with that actually. Go ahead, Paris, sorry. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. The, the reason is, in that setting, that's probably the only chance that Sam Wilson is going to be able to get in front of those people and not be interrupted mm-hmm. by a bunch of bureaucracy. And he literally had the world listening to everything that he said. So he got his message out in the best way that he knew. He knew that was his opportunity to say that, and he did it, and he did it in the suit, and he did it as Captain America. And it was kind of to show the world that there is a new Captain America now, and here are the values that I hold, and here's what we need to do mm-hmm. as a world to continue together. I, I, I actually thought it was very important that he did it on the street versus going to a Senate hearing in a courtroom mm-hmm. or something like that, where no one, you know, like I said, the bureaucracy would, would completely screw up the message. Take it back to Iron Man 2 with Tony Stark in front of that hearing and all that. Mm-hmm. It would have just been the same thing. Yeah, I, I feel like... I, I totally see. I, I totally see that. Um, just the the director in me wants that because it's such an important speech. I wanted him like on a stage right. with the whole world watching. You know what I mean? Like, I, if if I read that in the script, I'd be like, "This is the whole point of this series." And like, I wish we. Could, I wish they could have found a way to kind of have both. But I think it just it just felt because more it's such a great to performance. More so much so such great writing that I wanted him to just have that moment where like literally the whole world's watching and he gets it and, and and you know they they did it but like it's also kind of like to me i'm like I, I didn't one of the characters that i didn't love in this was like the generic senator character that's just like i'm like i don't this guy's totally not memorable and like he's saying it to him and i'm like oh, i know he's saying it to the world but i'm like this guy's not worth this like say i don't know i wanted a big jumbotron behind him i wanted like just just him right there but you know i think i think it still got across which is really important that's the most important thing yeah, I'm interested in like some of the the storylines where they're going to go in the future. Like, I wonder when we're going to see the Power Broker stuff come back into play, movie wise, right? And like, I, w- I was thinking last night, super late after I watched this, of like where it could go with the upcoming projects. And a potential interesting thing would be Secret Invasion, yeah, where you know say. we expect it to be scrolls because that's storyline there. But it's like, what if it's not? Like, what if they're instead are doing some stuff where it's infiltration of a different sort? You know, that's the MCU version. Because they've had scrolls. I mean, we were now introduced to scrolls in a couple of movies. We have Captain Marvel and Far From Home ending, right? Uh, But besides that, it's like, I'm a little surprised that we haven't got a reveal that someone is a scroll. You know, whether Hayward in in WandaVision or Agent Carter herself in this or or somebody. It's just like, I'm, I'm interested that they're showing restraint there. Paris, you look like you're itching to say something. Yeah, because because I was actually taking from what the, the after credit scene, obviously with Sharon Carter and what she said, my instant thought was Armor Wars. Because if the Super Soldier Serum is oh, now not available yes. to him, what's the next best thing? Well, she start, says so, right? Start tech. Yeah. 
if she, she says now we've got government. access to all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So so that was kind of thinking maybe that's where she shows up again. And we see that she's literally selling the Stark tech, you know, to to these various people, you know, around the world. And that's where it creates, you know, the whole point of that series. And then we obviously probably get introduced to Riri Williams. Yeah. Huh. I, love I like that. that. That's I like cool. that moment That's where that cool. with the senator is like the Carter name has always been synonymous with like service and trust. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, okay. And then yeah. walks out. I was like, sure. Yeah. We have the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. So she'll be going back to Shield, right? They said that like your old position may still be available, kind of thing. Something and like she that. was an agent of Shield. So I don't know. The, the like, I mean, Shield doesn't exist, though, right? Um, I, I don't know. I, it's yeah, unclear because, like, we yeah. know Sword exists, right? But I, th- mm-hmm. I it's, it's possible that Shield still exists because it it's, was. I, I, I think it, it was more just a. It doesn't matter what the company name is. That position is still available for you. I think it's just to get across right. to the audience that you'll be back, kind of running shit and doing things the way you used to be doing. And we go, oh, yeah, I remember what you were doing in those old movies. And I think that's just to get across to the audience that she'll be kind of back in that important role. Whenever and she go back. and sure. you got you got to imagine that S.H.I.E.L.D. is uh, they're doing some like these are like the rebuilding years, right? Just like the San Antonio Spurs. Nineteen eighty seven. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just rebuild. Uh, <laughs> well, think about S.H.I.E.L.D. So obviously in Falcon, not Falcon, in The Winter Soldier, you know, Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that stuff. And then in age of ultron we we got there was like still some good people left in shield that yeah. were helping them and stuff but they, that was like a weird splinter faction but since then we haven't really seen anything right yeah yeah, yeah it's, i mean it's yeah. interesting interesting yeah i wonder where that's I, gonna go i'm shocked we didn't get thunderbolt ross in the show at all me too i, I thought that that yeah, was that, it that i really thought cool. dr strange was a for sure in wandavision yeah. and i thought that thunderbolt ross was a for sure in this <laughs> And I mean, well, that just tells us we have to lower our expectations with these things. Like, I that that is the one thing that, like, both these shows I think have been excellent. But I wish that they tied a little bit more into the like the greater MCU. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know that I think that we need to lower expectations because I mean, this one it had War Machine in episode one. Like that that is, he's way bigger than Thunderbolt Ross. You yeah, know what but I mean? I, like they had I mean, Peggy Carter. They brought back Zemo. Like I. I there's a ton of choices they're making with actors and MCU characters to expand the world that, like, I think are more bold than necessary. When, when I say lower expectations, I mean for this to set up stuff, like, very, like, way more obviously in the future. Like Got it. Thunderbolt coming out or, um, I mean, even, like, X-Men stuff that we were hoping for. I was hoping for in both these guys. But... You know, what do you I do? think it. I think it needs to focus on Sam, though. Like I, uh, similar to Wanda and Vision, when we kept on wondering about the other stuff. Like ultimately, that was a story about her trauma, and this is a story about Sam. So like, I feel like putting in those really cool Easter eggs, like uh, you know, uh, other characters popping in, kind of can take away the excitement and importance of yeah, what they're but trying I, to get I, across. I do feel like MCU has been so good at planting seeds throughout. Where it's like, I hope I'm just not seeing things, you know? I mean, my counterpoint to it, to, to Andy there, is just like, they're still doing it, though. It's just not that hype. 
Like right. they well, did. That's it. what I mean. They did the Thunderbolts thing in this. Oh. It's just it was Julius Dreyfus talking to U.S. Agent in an empty room. No, that you know? no. And, I, I, and I mean, Doctor Strange like, music played. Like they, they I, did have those moments. I think if it isn't, I think if it is super hype, then it does do it. The way they're doing it, I think is perfectly fine. Um, but like Tim, no, like, you're the only one who knows that's a Doctor Strange music, Tim. Like you and maybe nine yeah. others. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how you have this skill, Paris. It's Tim scary, has the isn't best it? skill of being like. And they played the theme that they yeah. played in part two of the movie from 1994. Like what? I don't. It's how do talent, you know this? Dude. They it's killed it in this show. I fucking <laughs> loved the music. I they the Civil War themes that they use constantly and having it just like degrade episode over episode to the point that the Civil War theme is like now a dark version is U.S agent's theme song that's fucking so cool and on top of that i love that wanda now has a really cool theme song and uh, falcon captain america has his own theme song and i can't wait till in movies they play it when he's doing some dope shit because it's gonna feel so damn good yeah. real quick and i just want to say the fight yeah, scene that we talked about earlier of when he dug his uh the wings down had the shield him doing okay. that flip backwards and stuff it with the music like kicking hard him wearing the suit i was like this is why i fucking love superheroes like it, it feels earned you know him it's deflecting like all the a helicopter fucking incredibly <laughs> cool shit. man like sam awesome. wilson as captain america is awesome and not just because of all the amazing story beats it's like he is a unique captain america the way he fights the way he moves i love that he still has the wings and he's using them in ways we have never seen him use mm -hmm. before like it is freaking incredible they cool. definitely came Sorry. up with a lot more creative uses for that for sure yeah, um shout out to what one final last thing uh on the john walker thing like nick mentioned earlier if i could wave a magic wand and fix certain things like i, I would have done and just make things feel more satisfying uh for at least me the viewer um i would have liked to have seen his story end similarly to how bucky's ended in captain in a winter soldier mm -hmm. um Yes, we see him being this evil person. He's conflicted. He's he just murdered a person in the streets. He wants revenge. He wants bloodshed, you know. But maybe towards the end, he does kind of rescue somebody secretly. And like, you know, maybe it's Winter Soldier who gets knocked the hell out. And he kind of drags Winter Soldier back and just kind of leaves him there and then walks away. And you're like, oh, he's not completely bad, but there's something there redeemable. And maybe we'll see this in the future movies. But yeah, seeing him like we're back, what? like, uh, like yeah. it, it, I wanted to find him at a much, much lower yeah. place. At the I, end of I this. just, I just feel like he because, doesn't get it, you know, like he doesn't yeah, get to, what being U the U.S. agent means, even though he should, he should understand that mm -hmm. donning a black suit like that, like he's gonna be in a black ops team, which they're gonna do horrible things, you know, yeah. but like he's just so carried away with the moment that he doesn't think about the consequences of the decision he's making. I just thought he was going to be a murderous psychopath <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah. Any Super final major. thoughts? Uh, I have yeah. one. Oh. I have one. No more um, old man cap. We got no resolution on what happened to him, which kind of tells me he's on they the moon. definitely have a plan for him. They just don't know what it is yet. So they kept it ambiguous so they could figure it out. Yeah. He's on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, um, Do well, I just want to. So, Bucky, like, what other aliases has he gone by? Like, what other White Wolf? Yeah, but like Captain America. White well, Wolf. It's, so Captain America is like the real because I feel like White Wolf. Like, is there going to be a? Uh, I'd be shocked if like that's going to be like his the, the next thing they're building him to. Um, it's just it wasn't. What what is Sharon Carter famous for in in the comics? Like at the end of Civil War, she 
doesn't she kill Captain America? I'm not familiar. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. I, I, I think know. it was some like some Secret War stuff. I'm pretty sure she she's the one that shoots Captain America at the end of Civil War, and they were pretending that it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. But like, I wonder if this is all set up. Like, is um, Sam Wilson like? Are we gonna have him for a long time, or is this set up for something more tragic than that? I'm I'm just very curious to see where they take these these storylines, and I like how many options there are. You know. Definitely. We will return when MCU returns. We're about to have the biggest gap we've had in a while, man. This sucks. Like like seven weeks. <laughs> seven whole weeks? No. Uh, we will return with Loki, of course. Um, also, we're going to be doing the Falcon and Winter Soldier in review on MCU in review. on. Uh, it'll go live Tuesday. So that's very exciting. Uh, please go check that out. Paris, thank you for joining us for all of these. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Till next time. Love you guys. Bye.